0: Girl Talk, I'm your host Scott Minton. Today we are sitting down in the Brock family bourbon bunker, something or that nature. I don't remember what we called it last time, I'm just going with it.
1: Brock Bourbon Bar.
0: Brock Bourbon Bar, there we go.
2: We actually have a sign. Of oh, there's years. a sign now, shit. I should have read. <laughs>
0: I can't read shit. Oh well. It's all well, good. First, you know, thanks Nick, thanks Barbara for having us back out. And Absolutely. Then, and then the legend is always in the house. Good, good to be here good to be here me i'm glad to be here so today we're just going to sip on some starlight these are all the barrel picks that bourbon barrel talk's done and throughout the, the all the starlight picks that bourbon barrel talk has done through the you know last couple of years we're, matter of fact we're coming up on our two-year anniversary so i'm pretty excited about that you know so, wow
2: nice
0: so uh i i can honestly say i didn't think it would last that long <laughs>
2: hey you get uh, i think bourbon's on its way up i mean i i still think it's it's its popularity is still there, especially so many, you know, low level craft distilleries coming up. It's really making the bourbon game interesting.
0: Yep. I agree a hundred percent, you know, and, uh, I I think we've got a lot to be proud of here in Southern Indiana and what we have and the different stores and, and, and different distilleries that we have and everything just seems to be popping up. And, you know, every time you turn around somebody else's something new set the shelf. So super excited about that. I'm also excited about release season. We're coming up on that, you know, pappy's b-tac all that type of stuff so i'll just get you know one bottle that you guys think you guys might want to you know try to grab this year we know they're hard to find but kind of go from there but first of all let's just dive in let's drive in dive in on this first starlight barrel this was a four grain that we uh tried and uh I wanted to give you guys a sample because I, I tell you, I, I really appreciate you all's tasting notes. I know you guys have been doing the 30, now it's like 55 days of bourbon because evidently you're alcoholics <laughs> and I didn't know it. I appreciate it, but evidently you, you, you guys are uh, full into effect on, uh, you know, monitoring and doing your bourbon and, and, and I appreciate your notes. So I thought, hey, let's see what they think about all the BBT Starlight picks and kind of go from there. So... Like I said, this first one is a four grain, which is a little bit different than what they typically do, because Ted really likes the three grains. But I think this one was originally done by Christian whenever he was just a wee tot. Actually, he was—I think he was just under twenty-one when he made this batch. So
2: I get a really—I I, can—I can smell that barley on it. I don't know why it's—it's a—I get that uh, heavy barley uh, smell to it. Uh, that's like the first thing that comes to my nose.
0: Yeah. So to me, this was a cherry bomb. Like as soon as I had, like cherry cola. Oh yeah, a little bit, a little bit of a uh, like cherry. Yeah, some a uh, little bit of tobacco, but just a lot of cherry on this one.
2: Oh yeah, I I, I think the you're correct in that that I you know I first got the barley and then now it's as I as it's been kind of sitting I'm getting that kind of easy cherry cola. Um, it's like that almost like after action carbonation that you kind of get that yeah. that fizz. Smell.
0: Yep. No. Absolutely. That. And like. And you're right on with the barley. It's definitely because that it it is a four grain. It's going to be a little bit higher. Um. You know. And it it gives it a little bit of legs to do that with. Mm -hmm. Um. But also it gives that sweetness from that barley.
3: Yeah. This has a very nice
0: sweetness on the nose. So I'll let y'all dive in and see what you think on the taste there.
2: Wow. I oh okay that 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 changed that you know I got like almost three different episodes. I had like you know the first taste on the front. Mid and then late palate. I got like three different tastes all right through there.
0: Yep. Sorry. Give me what you got. All right.
2: So front, it was a little bit, a little sweet. I got just like a hit of just quick sweetness. Mid palate, I've got more rye spice because it just kind of, I felt that proofage kind of come up a little bit. And then on my, uh, right at the back of that palate, all of a sudden I got hit with peanut butter. I don't know why. I don't know. I just got
0: like a little bit of peanut butter right at that back of that palate. I don't think I've ever gotten peanut butter on it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna revisit and go in. All right, Barbara. Barbara's got a big grin on her face.
1: Um, I get like sweetened cherries. Yeah. Very very first. That sweet. Very very sweet. Um, like he said, definitely those that barley and that rye hits really hard right in the middle. Yep. Right right in the middle. Um, I really don't get peanut butter. I'm not a huge nut person anyways but i'm still trying to figure out what's on the back
0: yeah to me it's just uh one of the reasons i like this is because the finish is so nice i mean like it gets right up to the collarbone and then just kind of dies out so it's got enough depth to get in there but to me on the finish i always got more of uh those earthy tones like leather or maybe like um leather is the big one that comes out for me like leather like an old baseball glove you know like like i don't know if you when i was a kid i used to chew on the, the the little leather
1: <laughs> the little tie. The little the tie. Little, yeah. The like
0: leather strings. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and that's what it kind of reminds me of. Like, that, like, after you've been chewing on that leather, a little bit of that, like, I get a little bit of that, like, leather, like that kind of leather. So
2: I no. guess I might be just interpreting that leather as peanut butter, but I just I like, like the kind of, like, the sides of my mouth. I just, it's like that, that peanut butter, like, aftertaste. I,
3: the best. I, I agree with that. Having had peanut butter for lunch. Yeah. Day- <laughs> <laughs> It makes it a, a fairly recent comparison, but yeah, I can, I can definitely see that. I can that.
0: definitely see that on the mouthfeel because, like I said, this is mm-hmm. ve- it's got a very high viscosity to it. Like, I mean, it's it's very it's got a ton of legs. I mean, this is oh, a, yeah. a really, really you know, I mean, it's it just hangs on the glass. And I think this was like 112 or 113. What's the proof on that, Barbara?
1: 112.6.
0: 112.6. So. Um, so, so it's definitely a little bit different. Oh, Barbara's going into the full on tasting mode here. We're, we're 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 dropping water. I love it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we, we we we've uh, upgraded since the last time you've uh, you both you and uh, Stephen has uh, visited. We added uh, some water droppers for everybody. So what I'm going to tell
0: you is from my previous experience because this is like my fourth bottle of this. <laughs> I'm not a massive fan with it having water in it, okay. but, but we're gonna we're gonna see what 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 changes up for you guys. To me, it really really makes the rye pop. I mean, really makes the rye pop on the water. I actually honest, almost honestly just enjoy it as is. I don't think I would
2: actually normally add water to it, but I think just for tasting notes for today, I'm adding the water.
3: It loses the sweetness.
1: It does lose the sweetness. However, I get like a dark chocolate cherry, so a little bit of that sweet in the chocolate. Yep. In there. Um, but it's like that really dark deep rich chocolate
0: yeah it, it kills the bite on the front end which was one of the things that i really liked about it yeah when we picked this barrel um but i, I get where you're coming from with the dark chocolate there mm-hmm. almost like a cherry cordial yeah yep kind of that love little... that yeah now mm-hmm. it's almost like that the front of palate just kind of goes away with the water mm-hmm. you get the more mid to late palate then for that yeah but the actually i think the the finish actually gets a little longer. It kind of lingers a little bit more and di- dives in deeper. I don't know if the water just kinda of helps it
1: slide down easier. Never know. Oh yeah.
2: Still enjoyable and yeah, you're I'm just looking at the viscosity and legs on this thing and it's still I just from taking a drink, it's still there.
0: Yeah. And like I said, this is one of the earlier, you know, four and a half year old bottles that they'd released. Um heck we did this pick, man, over a year ago. I mean, it'd been a year and a half probably. So I just really enjoyed it overall. Next, we will dive into the double oak. Now, this one was a split decision. And oddly enough, it was between the barrel that Bottles Unlimited got and us picking this one. So, like, it was literally back and forth. I think Scott Early was the tiebreaker, Mr. Uh, Starlight himself. So, we're kind of curious to see what you guys think about this one. But to me, the nose on this one is just fantastic. It's got tons, tons of, tons of complexity on the nose. Caramel. Yep.
2: Yeah, it, I, I mean, if I if I I wouldn't be able to discern this from opening up one of the caramel blocks yep. and just taking a smell of it to
0: yeah what's right in front of me. So I get a little marshmallow too, like if you get a little bit like more on the tip of your nose and like get the let the let the the base of that.
1: Yep, right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is one of those ones that I was just like, man. But this one was a split decision, I will say. I, I, but I I really enjoy this one, Steven?
3: Oh, I've gone after extra bottles of this on secondary market because i think it's great
0: now what were the tasting notes on the one you were competing with um you know it it just honestly it was a blend it it was a different blend i want to say it was a blend of six a six and a a six-year-old and a four-year-old bourbon the other double oak barrel that they did um but it just had a little bit more of the bite from the rye which i kind of liked um but this one had some nice, like, undertone, sweet notes. Mm-hmm. And then I really liked what this one popped up front. Like, this one's got yeah. a really really unique front to me. So I'll let you all try it and see what you think and kind of go from there. And obviously, Stephen liked it because he went and bought more bottles. I was I was a crazy fool. I bought, like, a case or two cases when they first were released because I just loved them. So
2: No, I get the, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still processing here. But, you know, just initially, you know, I get that what the biggest noticeable thing is i get this little the punch of the proof probably about mid palate almost tastes like like you wouldn't be able to discern this if if somebody would ask if is this a rye or you know something like that i mean it almost has that punch as you were saying of a, almost a rye mid palate and then the finish it, it, you get your wood, your wood notes in there and it just kind of, it feels like it dries just real fast off that pallet. It yeah. doesn't really stay super long, but I mean, even though I say it doesn't stay super long, I just get this little tiny lingering wood taste in my mouth, which is not horrible at all. It's very light and enjoyable.
0: Yeah. No, that's, that, that that's, I'm very similar in that situation. I, I, I get the wood on the mid, mid to late pallet, you know, on the, on the finished side, but it's not, it's not oak. That's what always throws me for yeah. a loop. It's it, not oak. No. It's almost like cedar or maple. maple.
1: Maple is where I was going, but then for me, I don't know if I'm just in a chocolate mood or whatever. But I taste whoppers.
0: Malted? Yeah, I could see that chocolate, chocolate malt walls. I could definitely get that, but I still get a little bit of that marshmallow. But that might oh, be yeah. a little of that marshmallow, mar, marshmallow and malt, Into with that, the, that, malt-y, that very sweet, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I get that. I, I can,
2: I can, I get that little hint of that. So I see where you're coming from with that one. Yeah, so yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And there's
0: still a little bit of that caramel bite left. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right, Stephen. <laughs> he <I'm> almost <laughs> hasn't finished. He's just, he I'm just said taking good. I'm
3: just enjoying <laughs> the taste. I mean, I think we did an outstanding job picking this barrel.
2: Oh, absolutely. And I have uh, no doubt. Do you remember who all was
0: on this pick with us? It was what me, you, Matt, Josh. Was it Brett Cornell and Scott Early?
3: Possibly. I honestly don't remember anymore.
0: You've drank too much since then.
1: <laughs> I get a whole lot more caramel once I put that water in. On the flavor? On this nose. On the nose? Yeah.
0: uh-huh. Oh. So this is one I enjoy with a block of ice. Okay. Like when I when I get this, I got I, I make big clear blocks of ice myself, you know, in the old uh, Coleman cooler, and I love this thing with a block of ice. Like to me, it's just delicious. It, it's it's fine, neat. It's perfectly good, neat. Like I really enjoy it. But something I've, about the block.
2: I've noticed though that if you have a decently high proofage double oak, of at any level, a lot of times the flavor notes that come with just a little bit of water or just like a little bit of ice is it still holds hard very good
0: yeah i blinded this for a group of guys um against woodford double oak mm-hmm. and in this beat woodford double oak a couple of different but i think 4 out of the 6 guys picked this over the woodford double oak which i was kind of surprised cuz it was higher proof cuz i thought they would be able to tell immediately because right. it, it's got a little it's got a little heat to it they're so like, man, I really like that. And I'm like, that's the way I felt about it. I really, really enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, I get, after adding just a little bit of water, I get, a, 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 I st- for some reason, I get that right punch that come about mid palate. Yeah. But it kind of soothes into a, a caramelly maple oak flavor just at the yeah. back of the palate.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. And the wood still comes through. I mean, it yeah, really, really comes through well. Yeah. Matter of fact, the wood might even come through a little bit better with, with, with the water, which I'm surprised by that. Hmm. So I like almost I said, get it a little bit a little more
1: bit of... at the beginning, the wood at the beginning instead yeah. of the end. Do you? Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. More at the beginning than the end. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I get it. Well, I don't I don't know about the more at the beginning, but I, I still get it like like a little bit of like a... Fr- I, I get the oak more in the front, like the tip of the tongue, and then right. I get more of the maple, maple oak. On the finish? Or not maple oak, but maple wood mm-hmm. in the back of yeah. the finish. Yeah.
1: Hmm. I don't know. I don't know, but that's good. What? What?
3: <laughs> and the water just loves... the the rye yeah oh it yeah makes it, makes it so much nicer i think
2: yeah now we've had a couple ryes you know that we've experienced that water just absolutely kills it
1: mm-hmm.
0: but so go back and smell the first one isn't it weird like the cherry almost goes away
2: yeah yeah i lost the cherry
1: You're i right. did too
0: <laughs> i just think it's funny you know when you when you try something you drink something you try it again and like all that type of stuff but i don't know Always crazy.
2: I about to say, I, you know, next time you uh, if, if we're you guys are able to grace your presence with us, I'm going to look for like a felt topper, <laughs> felt topper, <laughs> the, so that you don't
0: have to worry about the bangs and clanks, like, like a poker table, <laughs> exactly. felt cover. I, 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 I love it. We can put some black felt on it. <laughs> Make it make it nice and sexy. So, man, I just, I, I don't know. I just really, really enjoy this bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think one thing that
2: I haven't yet to do yet is uh, we've been, uh, Barbara and I have been wanting to invite people over and do like lineups. Like I have probably about four to five different double oaked, four to five different toasteds and just kind of do some blind flights for people and see, you know, try to have people enjoy. See what they enjoy, what they pick, because everybody's, the biggest thing that I've always gotten out of this is that there are people, you you come in with a premonition that, you know, you hear a name, you hear a price, it's got to be good. You know, it just has to be good. And there are times that you just
0: say, wow, this cheaper one tastes better than this one. Right. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. There's a lot of, there's a lot of really, really good bourbon between 40 and 60 bucks Mm -hmm. that people just don't. They're, they, they they thumb their nose up at it because it's readily available and they don't really, you know, we, we get sold on if it's allocated, it's better, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's got to have Weller, everybody's got to have Blantons. I can name, you know, four. Well, hell, we just did an episode about it. I don't know if if it's been released yet or not, but I mean, we talked about, you know, five or six different single barrels that we preferred over Blantons. Like, it just didn't take a whole lot to, to think of it either. So, I yeah. don't oh, know, kind of crazy. So, release season is upon us. We know BTAC's coming out. Pappy's coming out. I think a second release of the old Birthday Bourbon's coming out. Is there is there anything you guys are, like, dying to get your hands on? Obviously, you're probably not going to, you know, spend the night anywhere because you guys are kind of like me in that aspect. But if there was something that you could go out and you could get it off the shelf at retail, what would it be like this this fall? For me, it would be, hands down, uh, the Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare 17? Yeah. Okay. I just, I, I,
2: I've just enjoyed Eagle Rare. I mean, there's just, it's just so easy drinking that it's bad. I mean, I could sit down and have about four to five of them and not even realize I have had four to five pulls of, of it.
0: Hmm. They open Eagle rare 17. Have you ever had the, you Rare 17 before? I have not. It's a unique experience for sure. It's very good. It's very delicious. Um, I really wish that they would have been more aggressive about getting it closer to barrel strength. That's the one, I guess, negative I would say about Eagle Rare Seventeen. In my humble opinion, is that I wish that they would get it closer to barrel proof. It's okay that it's at you know because usually it's I think it's at ninety or hundred proof if I remember correctly. Um, but I think if they got it somewhere in that one ten range, man, I think it would absolutely just be thunder.
2: Do you know what the average proofage or uh, of the what is it the Eagle Double
0: Rare? that they come out? Double Eagle, Double Rare? I think those are 90 or 100 proof as well. Okay. I can't, I can't remember it and I've never touched it. So, I mean, I've seen, I've seen pretty pictures of it. The pictures on the wall (laughs) that everybody's admire. Ooh. I've seen, I seen it in one of the. I'm in,
3: I'm in a rando. I could possibly win
0: There you go. Oh, dang. If Stephen wins one, we're all going to at least get to look at one in person. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, it has an automatic
2: door on it, apparently, yeah. from what I've heard. So you push a button and it just kind of opens up.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: like like Jesus. When yes. The door opens, lights come out. Oh, man. It's just crazy the, the amount of different things that come out and stuff like that. Mm hmm. Barbara, is there anything you're, you're super excited about?
1: No, because I haven't been looking. <laughs> have been looking. <laughs> he kind of looks for me. Yeah, and he kind of knows what I like.
0: You know what I figured you would have said? What? The Pappy Family Estate Rye.
1: I didn't see again. I didn't know there was a rye coming out.
0: Yep. No. Yep. Pappy. And- it, it,
2: it's one of those that heaven forbid if you if you're lucky to find one you you will enjoy it but. You know, I think was it secondary? I think ballpark. That's eight hundred, nine hundred dollars. Oh, more than that. Thirteen, more fourteen. That. Really, okay. thirteen, fourteen hundred. Yeah. <laughs> really, I as I said, I haven't seen the. I, yeah. I've seen the lot Bs. You know, recently I've seen the 15s uh, in the twenties. I haven't seen any rye hit recently, yeah. so I have no idea. Riser, are, ri-
0: rise are hard to come by. The, honestly, it's probably my second favorite of the pappy lineup. Okay. Oh wow, wow.
3: I, I was, I was. At a local establishment with some friends, almost two years ago now, and we had killed. We killed their bottle of eel Rare Seventeen and their bottle of Van Winkle Family Reserve Rye. Now, admittedly, there wasn't a lot left in the bottle, but those are two of the best things I have ever tasted.
1: Oh, okay, great! Good to and know. And the
3: Family Reserve Rye is absolutely outstanding.
1: Mm.
0: It's delicious. Absolutely delicious. So, and as
1: we've discussed before, when you all were here the last time, I am a rye gal.
0: Yep. No, I appreciate that about you. Like I said, it's one of those things that it, it, it's weird because, you know, more and more women, I think, are loving bourbon, right? Like they're, they're finding the complexity of it. They're enjoying the flavors, things like that. But there's still a lot of people that just don't go to the rye spectrum because they're yeah. just kind of, they don't like the spice or they don't like the mint or they don't like, you know, some of the earthy tones that you get. But man, I'm going to tell you, if you really, really dive into rye, I think a lot of people can really, really enjoy it. So. Oh
1: yeah, most certainly, most there certainly.
3: Are, there were three women that came into the Old Forster gift shop this week and all three of them headed right for the rye
1: Oh, smart girls.
0: <laughs> That's because old Forester rye is delicious. Yeah, and, and hell, you couldn't find it anywhere for like four weeks in, in Indiana or southern or northern Kentucky. It was stupid.
3: Well, we couldn't we couldn't sell it for a while because we couldn't get bottles.
0: You couldn't get bottles. I know at the distillery. I mean, how dumb is that? Like I literally, I was looking for a bottle of old forest rye because I was going to take it to a party. We were going to make a couple of cocktails with it, and I was going to drink it neat. And I I drove around for the better part of three days, couldn't find it. Called everywhere, nobody had it. Total wine was even out at this time. Whoa. So then I waited like a week total wine got some in but it was after i'd already checked evergreen cox's <laughs> liquor barn old forester again like they were like no we don't have it distributor hadn't sent it to us and i'm like you gotta be shitting me wow. <laughs> so i'm like go figure but wow so i don't know crazy steven bottle for releases Come on, there's got to be something you'd at least like to have. I know you don't need it, because you're I, Mr. I, I'm, I love all kinds of bourbon. but
3: Well, I do, I do, but I don't go chasing bottles, so I don't really pay attention to the releases.
0: Don't don't, you know, don't go chasing waterfalls? <laughs> the funny thing was, is that I was just thinking that whenever you said that. Waterfall? It's a song, man. Uh, <laughs> don't go oh, chasing don't waterfalls. You don't know what I'm sorry about. TLC.
3: TLC. I'm... I'm really, you know, perfectly happy if I can get my hands on a an old Forester single barrel.
0: There you go. I, there, there's nothing wrong with that. And I love a good yeah. old, old single barrel.
2: Yeah, I've actually finally I, I acquired one. Uh, most recently, about a couple of days ago, the uh, Liquor Barn release number 53 came out, and I just so happened to get it at the Liquor Barn Express. So I was like, going, I have it, the barrel strength, and I'm going to enjoy trying it here. There so you go. 120s?
0: Uh, 126.
2: 126.
3: I really chase dusties more than anything new. I
0: know. You find some damn good Dusties. Where do you find all those, man? We Maybe we have to talk offline. I want everybody to know your secret. He looks for the estate sales. <laughs>
3: no, it's on, a, it's, on a, it's on a Dusty Hunter's page on Facebook. Oh,
0: you're, so that's where you get them on the dust, Dusty Hunter's? Yeah. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. All right. I'm, I'm going to talk about mine here in a minute, and then uh, let's dive into this VDN bourbon from, from Starlight first. So this one is just...
3: Another outstanding pick, by it, bourbon abso- barrel talk.
0: Absolutely, but to me, this has been my favorite. Like I, like I've, I've drank them all, I've enjoyed them all, but this one is just to me, it's special. There's just something about this, this pour for me.
2: Yeah, I'm getting a little bit, almost like a orange apricot kind of nose to it. Yep. That I mean, it, it's it's a solid. It's not like that light, and it's not really, you know, too heavy. It's just it's a good sweet spot for it.
0: Right and that and that's what that vdn actually stands for vino de naranja it's actually an, it's a white wine macerated with oranges okay so i mean well, you, then you, that makes you, sense. you nailed it i mean just absolutely nailed it so
3: and if and if you don't get orange <laughs> if
0: you don't get orange probably get, probably get your nose you, checked you've, you've had too much to drink or you need to get your you need to get your nose checked that's right so for me yeah it's like orange yeah. caramel a little bit of vanilla yeah uh, it's got some baking spice in there like yeah, some nutmeg
1: yeah nutmeg it's like a
3: dream sickle
0: Yep. Yep. Orange dreamsicle. Mm,
1: yeah, with that vanilla and orangey. Yep.
0: We Almost have
2: like the a- we have the uh rye version of this. So offline if we want to a little bit later maybe mm. do a comparison to yep. it, we can absolutely
0: Oh believe me, I got plenty of the rye too. <laughs> <laughs> so to me, when I so that when I, when we first drank this I got orange sherbet.
1: Okay. Mm.
0: And then I was like, you know, but after it set another what, eight weeks after we picked this bottle, <laughs> so they had they had a bottling issue. couldn't find bottle couldn't find bottles. Well, actually, they they had bottles. They were on order, but they were back order because of COVID and well, of course, all the other stuff that was going on. So Ted's like, this thing's spent some extra time in there. I'm kind of curious to see what it tastes like. So then when they pulled them and, and bottled it, I went back over. I was like, oh my god, it's so much. It's even better than what it was. And we tried it, and I was like, damn, this is good. So. Super you, excited about this one.
2: I'll let you guys take the pull of it, but I just did, and I mean, I got like a, just like a hit of mid, uh, first front and mid palate, a little bit of sweetness, a little bit of that orange zest sweetness, kind of almost that sherbet you're talking, and then just it slides down smooth. Yeah. I mean, I I, I was about to ask Barbara what the proofage of this one is because I I, I would I would guess that this would be a 86 to 90 proof, the that's, way that it just
1: drank. It's like 106. It's 105.4. Yeah. I'm staring but at it it.
2: It, it. it does not
0: drink that way. No, it, no, does it not doesn't. At all. No, <laughs> it is super smooth. God, wow. So, yeah. And to me, dude, that's that, just that citrus pop. You get the vanilla, a little bit of caramel. You get mm. just the baking spice. And to me, like the baking spice, it's, it's weird, but it almost comes instead of nutmeg, which is kind of what it's on the nose it almost tastes a little bit like clove.
1: Yeah, that's what I was just mm-hmm. thinking. I was like, it's not nutmeg. The nose, yes, is nutmeg. Yep. The taste is not. No.
2: Yeah, the sec- second pole of this, I uh, you know, it's almost uh, the, that viscosity kind of hits, so it t- stays a little bit more on the tongue. And that's where you're right. As soon as you
0: said that rye, uh, the clove, it all just kind of started hitting. Now, only for, only for radio am I going to allow you to put water in this. Otherwise, I'm going to tell you. Never.
1: Understood. <laughs>
0: not for this one, buddy. I mean...
1: Understood. And believe me,
0: I've tried it every which way but loose.
1: It's just one of those things. I like to see the differences and what the flavors do with the difference.
0: No, I, listen, I appreciate science. Science is beautiful. but
1: And I'm not good at science.
0: <laughs> now, one thing you mentioned earlier
2: about, you know, uh, women be getting more into bourbon. Right. And a lot of, you know, even science kind of almost backs it up that women have more palate. Oh, they
0: have, they have more taste buds. Yes, they have more uh, taste absolutely. buds.
2: And they could get and discern more items than men.
0: No, I think they said that like they did some research and it started all the way back like to literally like cavemen days because when women would try food or do things like that they would be able to tell immediately just by like touching against their tongue or something like that, whether something was poisonous or not poisonous. Whereas men couldn't like me hungry, me eat, you know, like right. big meatheads that we are, which is okay. It's all right. Right. We, we are, we, we are. So I, I definitely find that there's definitely a discernible difference between why women I feel like have better palates than men in general.
1: It's interesting. I actually get like a tobacco smell.
0: Yep. yep. That
1: really, really comes through. Very. It's a rich strong. tobacco. It's yes. almost like a,
0: to me it was like hookah tobacco, like a, like orange hookah or like something you know to that type. It's like mm-hmm. that tobaccoy powder type. Like I, I, if people don't know what hookah is. I mean, it's kind of hard to explain. But anyway, that's <laughs> what I got whenever I, I smelled it on the backside. Yeah. But to me, it just it loses its it loses the the delicacy of its finish.
2: I'll when I added water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that.
1: Agreed. It is a lot more um punch
2: it's not as, it's not as smooth anymore it, it, lo- it loses that quite a bit the, rock the comes, water comes fully through mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you still get that that hint of orange zest still there but you're it's almost like if you could wrap put like orange zest inside of a uh those mini uh cigars the almost oh, like cigarettes cigarellos or whatever mm-hmm. you yes yeah. you just put a, like just a little bit of orange zest on, in it and i mean i bet you that's what exactly what it tastes like
0: no, that makes sense 100% did yeah, you kick really the chair there?
2: No, I hit the uh, little turnstile <laughs> on the, uh, the the tightener.
3: We really need to find out about how water and rye react because so many times we've found that the rye is enhanced by the water where you would think it would diminish it.
0: Yeah. Where do you do you know any chemical engineers? I do not. Hmm. I think we just have to do that. Matter of fact, I, I, I'm supposed to meet with Barge timber and Company later on in the next week or so. I'll ask them if they can give me a, a reason why that would be. It
2: sounds like an awesome idea because yeah, uh, I mean it it, it You're correct in that, uh, Mister Legend, is that you know the water. Thank you. Thank you for the Mister. <laughs> <laughs> mister Legend. <laughs> that it just it. Everything that we've tried, you know, even around the house that we have of our options, is that it comes back and it accentuates it. It brings it to the forward. I don't know if it's because it's the uh, the rye itself, because a lot of these, you know, I don't think are very high rye, but it brings it out if more to the forefront. The so
0: double oak is a sixty twenty twenty. So, I mean, it's their, it's their standard, you know, three-grain rye, um, high-rye bourbon. But Do you know what the V&D one was? It's still the, the same VDN, the, So, the VDN is a blend of a four-and-a-half-year-old and a six-year-old six bourbon, um, and they are both the traditional three-grain. So, yeah, that would be 60-20-20-something. 20, 20 okay. All right. The last one to me is very, very unique. So, the, I kept going back to this one. I don't know. Steven it, it seemed like we went around the table on this one for a while between this one and the, what was it, the Tokai or the Cal, Calvados or whatever? Calvados. I
3: think it was the Tokai. I the think, Tokai. I don't think we really. I don't think, think for we did. Calvados. I don't
0: think we did either, now that you mention it. But anyway, we went back and forth on this one. And, and the main reason why this one has a very boozy, like alcohol y, like up front. But man, I'm going to tell you what, the finish on this one to me was just absolutely phenomenal. But just because the nose is so boozy and the front palate is so boozy. And believe me, it got hotter from the time when we tried it to when it came out. Um, so it's a little bit different. But I'm, I'm excited to see what see what Barbara thinks about this one especially.
1: Well, this one is kind of an interesting one for me because it actually brings me way back to my childhood. Um, I grew up in... Drinking?
3: You grew up drinking?
1: No. <laughs> Lots did of booze. Not. No. Barbara actually, the boozer. My parents did not approve of drinking. So no alcohol at all. Not even cooking wine. Um, but it's the apple. I grew up with two apple trees in my backyard and I can smell that apple radiating off of the trees super strong, which is exactly what I remember leaving the house and smelling every fall.
2: Yeah. No, I would almost question that this might almost be like like, apple blossom on the nose. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. That, mm, yeah, I could see that as well.
0: Yeah. No, I, I don't disagree. It's definitely got a little bit of that that, that boozy. Like. Could
3: we have an apple expert?
1: <laughs> I hated apple trees. I will never in my entire life ever have another apple tree.
0: Nick n- Nicholas appleseed over there. <laughs>
2: That's pretty much it. Trust me, I heard stories is that every it's like one year the apple tree would like produce like little to no apples, and then the next year. It would go hog wild so that the kids actually had to get up into onto the roof. You had to pull off, off apples out of the gutter. Out of the and gutters,
1: then, out of the, I mean, rotten all over the ground with the bees all over it. And it was just not pleasant.
0: I, I can understand that for sure. So uh, who else tried it, Steven?
3: <clears throat> nice apple taste. Nice mid palate. The finish
1: is s- soft,
0: in my opinion. Soft. All right. All right. Barbara's in. I am. Can, um, can you take another sip?
1: No, I don't. Okay. Part of me wants to see what it does with water, but I swear, I don't know. This one is just 100% bringing back my childhood. I get my grandmother's apple pie. I get some of that vanilla and the cinnamon and apple and all of that put in together. And I've never had another apple pie that was as good as my grandmother's.
0: Yep. No, I, I get where you are coming from there because that's that. That's one of the things I got like almost immediately was, you know, you get the the rye spice in that mid to to mid to front, mid to front palate because it, it's weird. It almost hits in the middle and then lingers towards the front. You, it, yeah. That spice almost gives you like that cinnamon right
1: on the tip of the tongue. Yep,
0: that cinnamon, and you get a little bit of uh, what's the other spice you put in uh, nutmeg nutmeg yeah mm-hmm. yeah nutmeg um and apple pie so yeah. and then also i get a little bit of that buttery crust
1: yeah exactly and that's where, and that's, I'm where like, the, that's where
0: the finish is it's all in yeah, the that buttery crust. right in that
1: back where it almost slides down and that smooth simple um very general little bitty flavors that shouldn't make that much of a difference but it really does
0: yeah for sure um uh-huh.
2: Yeah, I'm right. I, I agree with you all the way through. Um, just the only other thing that I could say that is a little bit different for me is that right as uh, about that mid to late palette, I just I, I get a hit of the proofage a little bit. I could I could feel it like the mouth feel. Yeah. You could feel the proofage in it. Because I imagine this is like 110, I think. 120. 109?
1: 111.2. Is it 111?
2: Okay. I, could, I couldn't remember. But I, I knew it was at least had to be over 110. Because, I mean, I could get that proofage. Feel in the mouth that it just it kind of flares up. You, you if you get some proofage, but then as you were saying, it just it dies down and and smooths out.
0: Yep. No, I'm picking up with your button down.
2: <laughs> All right, let me try All the right. water in here. I know Barbara's already put water in hers.
1: I get a whole lot more of that butter. Not necessarily on the nose, but that taste it really really brings out that butter on that back where it's going down the throat.
2: I get a little more cinnamon nutmeg on the nose.
1: Yeah.
0: Just, just just off the yep. off the, point off the
3: nose yes definitely definitely more
0: cinnamon yep cinnamon um the rye really pops in that mid palate to late but yeah you do get that buttery texture oh yeah yeah just on the finish
2: just took took a hit of it in that mm. that mid late palate and even down even part of the throat you you can get that butter yeah, it's, it's just like, so it's delicious a, it's like a
0: sweet buttery crust yes mm.
1: Mm. where you put like a little bit of like um Cinnamon sugar crust yep. yep. on top of that yep. butter. Like you butter it and then you put that cinnamon toast or the cinnamon sugar.
0: Yep. Yep. Let it just fire up right on there for sure.
1: 100%. I really like this one.
0: I do too. Do you have, do you have grandma's
1: recipe? <laughs> <laughs> I do not. And she is no longer with us for me to even ask.
0: <laughs> you know, I had an aunt that she made the best pies and like almost all of her recipes were in her head. It's like, you know, yeah. know. The crust is the only thing. And my uncle said he's got a pretty good idea because he helped her make it so many times. You know, for like family functions, they make eight, six, eight, nine pies or whatever. Yeah. So he's like, I kind of know what the crust is made of. But he goes, man, the filling, I uh, no idea. <laughs> and it's always
1: the filling that is the absolute kicker.
0: So the, the filling is what makes a pie taste fantastic, right? Yes. yes. But the the crust is what makes a pie the difference between being a good pie and a great pie is the all in the crust. Right. It's, it's the cohesion. Yes. It brings it together. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that cohesion, yeah. yeah Grandmother for sure. always had just enough of that soft crust. Yep. But that hard crust. Yep. That it kind of equaled out. Yeah,
0: and you got that doughiness and mm. you got the crispiness. Oh,
1: I know. Yeah. <laughs> I remember growing up, you know, there were two major things that were absolutely 100% anytime they'd visit grandmother would always ask what do you want us to bring and i'm like spaghetti her spaghetti, huh? marinara sauce her spaghetti sauce was absolutely 100 percent the bomb was niggity. it like a
0: bolognese with meat
1: i have no idea what it was hmm. i don't recall meat in it um but it was between i mean the spaghetti sauce and apple pie and go. she would use because our trees were um, yellow and um, were, uh, I'm sorry, green and golden delicious. So those are perfect for pies. Yep. So she would take those home with her, freeze them, and then make apple pies. And whoo, lordy.
0: Yep. Yep. My, my, my grandma and my aunt, they used to use like a granny smith. And then they would use crab apples mm-hmm. from the trees. And then I think they mixed uh, either golden delicious or some other like softer apple to kind of give you that texture differential.
1: Right. That texture dish differential is definitely one of the biggest things with apple pies that really makes a humongous difference. Right. Um, but it's also that tartness of like those golden and um, green delicious and like you were saying, crab apples. Right. That really, and Granny Smith, that tart is where that kind of all um smooths out
0: Yep. we went from uh bourbon barrel talk to to bobby Flay and duff and all this shit man look at us we're like
1: and i don't like to cook <laughs>
0: yeah i'm the cook in the family I don't,
1: I, I don't have any
3: apple stories but i had an aunt who made one hell of a peach cobbler
0: oh peach cobbler besides too. peaches
3: all i can really tell you is that there was one hell of a lot of sugar in it oh yeah. i'm sure there oh, was oh my god that's
1: the only way to make a good cobbler i've never i've never had tons cobbler tons that tons tastes as good as, that, <laughs> as hers oh yeah most certainly all,
0: all right. right yeah i want y'all to pick a favorite but before you tell me what your favorite is i'm, I'm gonna let you a smell the third glass because it's totally different now and then uh, i'm gonna tell you so for me for uh, the season i'm super super stoked because i am looking at hopefully get exactly what we talked about the old pappy family stay Rye, like that's the bottle i'm chasing this year i'm gonna go out and look for it because i i i I just i'm dying to get one i've I've never had one i've never owned one i've tried it obviously but i've never owned one so that to me that's the that's the bottle i'm gonna chase so this year super excited about that since Sazerac pissed on my wheaties and took away george t stag this year god rest his soul Mm. how rude (laughs) how rude (laughs) So anyway, I do find it interesting, though, as, uh,
2: you know, because because you brought up the topic, it it is interesting to actually have them say this isn't up to par. This isn't up to quality. You know, we're not going to release it. But I, w- 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 this is an assumption that, that that's what's going on. Not we don't know the actual full probably full story.
0: So, I, I, you know what? I bet it probably is kind of true. And and a reason I think that might be true is because they got a ton of flack from 2019. 2019 was garbage. Like, the George T. Stag didn't taste bad. It it Mm -hmm. actually tasted really good. But, like, it had none of the proof. It was, like, 119. The William LaRue Weller was subpar. The the Thomas H. Handy was, like, straight medicinal. Like, it was just Mm -hmm. gross. Like, it was just not good. Like it's the worst Handy I've ever tried. Oh, wow. Uh, by far. Like, I mean, not even, like, close. Like, I would put it... I'd put Sazerac Standard Sazerac Rye against the Thomas H Handy in 2019, and it would beat it. Like, it was just that Ooh. bad. I mean, like, it sh- they should have been ashamed. of So, I guess I'm hoping that that's the case, is the fact that they're like, man, this is just really subpar, and we don't want to put something else out that would be reminiscent of the 2019 releases. Um, so, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. You know, I just... Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that if maybe it has another year to age maybe it's still it maybe at that point it's good maybe they release you know a 16 year old you know gts instead of a 15 year old gts and maybe that becomes kind of the new cycle because obviously they've already got next year's bath batch and they said that they could have actually went into this year's batch but they but it would have been releasing a 14 year old product instead of a 15 year old product and that's not typically what they what do what they do you're right so understood now do they leave those as single barrels or do they small batch so it's it's all small batch batch proof um for the handy and for the stag because those are all uncut unfiltered so but you know those are two that i just love you know i love the opportunity to get them and try them and, and get real excited about it so
1: you were saying to go back and smell number three yep and once i did that all i smell is tobacco
0: tobacco but it's orange tobacco. It, yeah, exactly. It's that like orange
1: <laughs> orange orange tobacco, yes, yeah. but a very very heavy tobacco. Yeah. And then I actually went back and I smelled number 2 and all I got was tobacco. Again? Hmm. Again.
3: You're right.
0: Yeah, so there's a lot of tobacco on
1: it. <laughs> I thought that was just unique. Hmm. You know, I figured, you know, once I got that third and or re-tasted it or re-smelled it and got that tobacco, it's like, well, let's see what how many glasses One and can two we
0: pick up and down and cling back on the table. Yeah.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I you
2: know, ironically, you go back all three, and I get. I, I mean, tobacco. I, I get out of three. I get a little bit of leather and tobacco. Yep. Okay. Two. I get the tobacco. Right. And then one, I get the tobacco a little, just a little too, not yeah. not heavy, no. but it's just there. It's like almost like a rye spiced tobacco, if you can envision that. No, I definitely,
0: I'm <laughs> definitely I'm picking up what you're putting down for sure. I, I definitely agree. Yeah, with Yeah, it's what just you're saying. interesting. All right, so you've had you've had four unique, different bottles, different levels, all about the same proof. So you really not a whole lot there. Rank them from one to four. Which one you like the best? And are there any of them that are just not your cup of tea? And it's okay. You're not going to offend me. You're not going to hurt my feelings or anything like that. <laughs> and it's all good. So. So. Barbara said, I'm jumping in. <laughs> like, I've got this.
1: Might as well. Might <laughs> as well. I really, really think number four is absolutely my favorite. And I think really one of the biggest reasons is because it brings back so much of my childhood.
0: No. I, memories are real. Um, bourbon's all about. Memories are
1: absolutely 100%. Agreed. Um, that um, just... All that apple and that apple pie and those spices just absolutely radiate with me. And again, I am a rye gal, so those baking spices really make sense. Um, I'm going to say number two is my is my next favorite. All right, so four, two. Four and two. Um, I really, really like that double oaked. Really, really. Um, and then I'm going to have to say probably three and then number one. All right.
0: Four, two, three, be. one. Yep. Four, two, three, one. Gotcha. All right, Steven? Legend.
3: Uh, two, three, four, one. Two,
0: three, three four one. All right. Disclaimer: I love all of these. These are <laughs> these are amazing.
2: So it's hard for me to rank them. But well, please, of please, they are, please, Scott please, and I pick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love all of these. These these are absolutely delicious. You I know, agree, one hundred percent. Front to back, these are delicious. And I mean, I would actually individually have these and would drink them and recommend them no matter what. But if I have to rank them, uh, what I'm looking at is two, four, three, one. Man,
0: I'm just shocked that not everybody liked the VDN as much as I did. I mean, I but love no, the no, VDN. No, no, no.
2: If if I had other things up, probably up against this, yeah. that VDN would probably be no doubt be higher.
0: Yeah. I'm just saying, in this this lineup, no, it's I, tough. Listen, I appreciate it. Like I said, I mean, like I said, it's one of those things where we went through the. I mean. Oh, the first time we went we went we we picked we picked b- two barrels both times so we picked the double oak and the, and the four grain on the same day and then we picked the vdn and the applejack okay on uh, the second time we went up there and we did those i mean we we must have tried 18 barrels the first day and 25 26 the second time it was crazy i mean we 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 drank a lot of booze like i was worried that like all of it was going to just taste the same at that point i was like shit we're, we're we're completely fucked here i mean pardon my french but that's exactly what i was thinking to myself i'm like so there's no way can we we can make a, dis- a discerning decision at this point. The good thing is to me the vdn bourbon we picked immediately like we, we didn't like it was like the fourth thing we tried we' are like all right we want half of that barrel and then we tried 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 again and then we finally came down to uh I think it was a tokai and that apple jack and then we went and blinded those and then that won so.
1: Well, and I think for me, it's very possible that had the Apple not been so much of a childhood, yep, that it very well could have been a little bit lower on the list. gotcha for me. I really did like that VDN, and I really, really loved that double hooked so um so it I think for me, a lot of it is just a personal, you know history yeah, no, of absolutely. that flavor yeah,
0: no so for me. I'm a I'm a three one two four. Okay. So I'm a little bit different than everybody else here, mm-hmm. um, but I have a very very big fondness of of the original four grain because I love that cherry pop. Like to mm-hmm. me, just it's very reminiscent to me of Old Forester for one. Okay. So I get a, you know a lot of Old Forester type you know bottles things like that. I get that cherry pop. Um, so that's one of the reasons I love it so much. But the VDN, to me, I just man, I just love it. I mean. It the VDN Rye, I can't wait to get a, get get more of the Vidian Rye. I mean, I've got a couple of bottles still left from different picks and things like that. But, man, the VDN Just, I just really, really, really enjoy those. The
2: Vidian is absolutely, as I said, all these are yeah. absolutely delicious. You know, you know, I would just rank them more, more of a personal standpoint because I am a very big uh, toasted, double-oaked fan. Yes, I, he I, is. I, I am crazy on that because that those flavors really pop for me yeah and so that's why I went right for the double oaks number one yep Uh, because it was a great pick that you guys did on that that's
0: delicious Mm -hmm. we appreciate that so well, all right, we're going to get off this episode here, so and we'll, we'll we'll try to record some more a little bit later, but uh, if you want to find us at Bourbon Barrel Talk, you can find us on our Facebook or Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. You can email us at Talk at gmail.com. Check out the website. Um, I, I guess I'm lying. I don't know. We've really not worked on it in like four or five weeks now, so I don't know when we're <laughs> going to do something with it, but... We keep saying we're going to, and we haven't done it yet, but we're going to do our best to get that all fixed. Uh, We appreciate everybody that's listening. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. That way you get our episodes as soon as they're released. This is Scott hanging out with the Brock family and the legend. Peace out.